0: You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I just have your exercises. I wanted the world to hear your voice oh, exercises. because I was like,
1: see the seashore, see what? the seashore. Are you ready?
0: Like, are you now prepped?
1: Well, that's how you uh, prepare to speak so audibly as I do. Hello, folks. <laughs> My name is Matt Neoso,
0: And I'm Nikki Trans, and you're listening to Bubble Bass Stories. So thank you so much for joining us. And this week... This week, we're going to talk about why boats
1: are. We're going to talk about people who are sick of the
0: seashore. (laughs) Talk about how. Okay, so anybody who knows me knows I hate cruises. Mm hmm. Have I ever been on one? You
1: don't even no. ask her about
0: it. No, I've never been on one, but right, right. I can honestly tell you it will literally take a and, lot to get me on one. And
1: she'll give you a list of reasons why a she list. doesn't want to go on, too.
0: A plethora of reasons, right?
1: This was pre-COVID, though.
0: This was so pre... This was when, when the ships were tipping over in the ocean. Yeah, when I mean, that was and the being, worst thing you had
1: to worry about. And
0: being stuck in the middle of sea and running out of food and water and all that. Yeah. But it even started before that um (laughs) i just don't like boats and it wasn't titanic that messed me up it's just like the whole idea of being out in such an open area yeah like you're you can get stuck out there well
1: see that's the thing like a lot of people are on the side of oh i want to take a cruise i want to be out there in luxury and then smack dab you're hit with some reality on the way the cruise ships work and I don't I honestly, now that you talk about it, it's kind of hard to think of relaxing when you know that a lot of people are being mistreated below
0: deck. Oh my god, yeah. Below so deck. If you're wondering what we're rambling about uh manny and i recently saw this documentary that is on hbo it's called the last
1: cruise and it's a documentary that follows the uh the life and times of the folks on the princess diamond cruise ship
0: that was in asia right yeah it was
1: over uh it it docked out of japan went into hong kong and back and it was right at the beginning of the spread from wuhan from the uh And these people thought they were going on, like, a, I don't know, like, a two-week tour or something. I'm not sure. It ended up being, like, a three- to four-month quarantine on the ship. Uh, I'm sure you guys heard about it way, when everything was starting because that was, like, the first br- outbreak.
0: I mean, okay, but let's also think about this. You had a quarantine. So the way, So, the way that the movie, the documentary is set up. Mm-hmm. It basically tells you one, this like the, the point of view
1: as a crew member and as a uh, as a um, passenger passenger. Yeah. And
0: so one of the things you learn while you're watching this documentary is obviously toward the end. Once they're talking about they realized that COVID was a thing and they were watching the news and all that. It's not just, okay, one person got it, we have to quarantine for 14 days. It was like they had to continuously, nonstop test, and every time they test, it was a bunch more people that were getting it. Yeah. Which just added on to the 14 days that you had to... It
1: it was crazy when they mentioned that because, um, yeah, like like you said, they just had to keep adding on because you can't just say, "Oh, I got it." And we didn't know anything about it. So yeah. each day people were getting reinfected because they didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Because people were stuck. They were stuck for like 3 months on a dock. If you if you watch this documentary, you watch these these folks Go through just, like, day in, day out of just walking from one side of the room to the other side of the room. Okay,
0: and anybody... I've never been on a cruise, but I also have no, like, no people who have gone. Like, Mm -hmm. the rooms are small depending on what it is you're paying for.
1: I think even, like, the luxury rooms are small compared to a regular human's room.
0: Yeah, but at least you have, like, maybe a balcony or you have a view or something, right? So... (laughs) <laughs> and they're talking to these couples that were on the cruise or whatever, mm-hmm. and one of them was um, had a, a room that was just fortunate enough that they had a dock, but they were talking to the passengers and just kind of getting an idea of what the morale and you know the whole vibe was. They, what are From the beginning
1: things- to end? Yeah, because they start off uh, when they start those cruise... All the way to when the last passengers get off, which is the worst ending, by the way.
0: So they, so the couples just like you know the crew at first. You know the first week was great, and then you know like people weren't as chipper anymore. They they weren't weren't, because they weren't getting tipped. (laughs) (laughs) And me and Manny just looked at each other like, the fuck did these people just say? Like, that was the worst of your experience was that these people who had to work non-fucking-stop with, like, no... No real, like, PPE stuff either. Not at all, yeah, because
1: they were on the ship.
0: And they're, like, if you've ever seen a crew cabin, it yeah. is, like, half the size of an economy room for, like, passengers that are on this shit. It's, like, even smaller.
1: So there was a moment in the documentary where one of the uh, crewmates, they, they were, like, bunkmates, and one of them had to be evacuated to the hospital, because she was became symptomatic and she, she didn't want toCO yeah yeah she yeah, didn't, she didn't tell want to tell back because like like that was just the culture going on, right um so she got transferred over to a hospital, and the roommate had to stay because the roommate was asymptomatic, but they had to quarantine her mm-hmm. in order to not affect anybody else so if you look at a crew member's quarters, they it's like a five foot by five foot yeah. box, you know yeah. So she's turning around, showing the audience just like how you can turn around once and that's it. That's the room. No windows, one door, one light to light up the room. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's their bathroom is there too. Anybody or who sits, who watching, watches Below Deck knows how small those crew rooms are. But
1: watching that whole scene, I had, I began to get a tiny bit of anxiety attack just thinking about Having to stay in a room like that for two weeks, yeah, no human contact,
0: no human contact. this is the
1: same girl that um went on to uh, like N- nBC or cnBC whatever, like went on the news and showed uh pleading her case to like the people, you yeah, because a lot of the people on this cruise line that worked there, they ended up like going on social media like asking for help from their country, right. yeah, because keep in mind crew people work on cruises. They're all from different parts of the
0: world. Yeah. So one of the things she said was, if you're telling me it's either my job or my health, they're I'm, all getting. I'd rather. i rather have my health. And like she did it, and she got in trouble, right? I don't know if she did, but like kudos to her. Like who fucking cares yeah. if she did because.
1: I'm the, trying to get out of here alive, yeah, so I lose exactly. my job, so the hell what?
0: <laughs> yeah, so one of the things that they were talking about, I mean, there was a scene that was kind of heartbreaking. One, It was one of the couples that were interviewing, a married couple, and one, the wife was notified that she had COVID, and so they had to take her to the hospital, and mm-hmm. you can almost see like her and her husband looking at each other like, like fuck, it's different when we're here together, but fuck, you went to a hospital, and she's like crying because she's just like she can't believe it. And I'm thinking, I would rather be in this room with the my significant other than a whole like than a hospital at this point, right? Yeah. Because now I'm really concerned. Now we're just on this boat, and we're only having outlets of news and things that we're watching. But now you want me to go to the hospital? Like I felt everything that she was feeling.
1: The cherry on top after that, though, was that the American doctors started coming to the cruise ship. And they started picking out people to bring back to the States. Yeah. But some of these people had family that were taken to the Japanese hospitals. So they had to wait. So it was like a choice. Like, do you want to come back home to the U.S.? Or do you want to stay here and wait for your significant other? Oh
0: yeah, they and didn't really like, explain we, how they handled that. Yeah, it
1: was weird. Like they did gloss over it. Um, but just the thought of having to make that type of choice, you know, like that it's not a choice to make. So <laughs> anybody anybody wants
0: to make. So anybody who's ever travel to asia from america those flights are not like cute little three-hour flights yeah. they're very long at least can be at least 20 hour 20 hour flights yeah so they had all these people on a military plane oh yeah and let's talk about how they quarantined people whose fever was a little high. And the people who were testing positive. How did they quarantine them? They fucking took plastic. It looked like plastic garbage bags. Yeah, like just a sheet. And created almost like a section, like with four garbage bags. right In the middle. In the middle, like plastic kind of wrapping or whatever. And that's where they were putting people. So even, you know, like your temperature also, I have to do temperature checks. Yeah. And so sometimes depending on the weather can also determine like, what your temperature comes out yeah. to. So sometimes it's a little high. So could you imagine you're just sitting there sweaty, and not because you have anything, just because of the environment? Well,
1: keep in mind, also, the plane wasn't a regular airplane. No, it wasn't. a it's military, military plane that was jerry-rigged to be for a bunch of passengers in a medical situation. So it's not as insulated as it used to right. is. It's um, also very loud, they have to, and like you said, the hours it takes to fly from Asia to America. Is,
0: I couldn't even imagine what those people went oh my through, and God, especially like ears having have to come all the time, especially having to come home too. Breathing like what you have to in do. all that. Oh, I
1: hate airplane air. It's so worse to breathe. In.
0: <laughs> First world problems, but um. What are yeah? So okay, so let's talk about the crew, right? Yeah. So they're talking about the prospect of a crew. It's um an Indo- an Indonesian uh guy who's like talking about his experience because it's his first time actually. He's now a dishwasher.
1: As his, his first time on the as a cruise ship too. Yeah, and he was ship. like
0: super excited because you know he's seeing the world, all this great stuff. Which is but what they he tell he you. He fucking said he only gets paid like yeah. one thousand ninety nine dollars a month, and yeah. he works about six days a week
1: so you do the math that's a terrible living wage um but when we researched as far as how much people are making and uh, cruise lines it's not really that much of a difference
0: no it's not but like what was also crazy is that they also talk about one of the things is that oh when you think of the cruise ship you're thinking of the performers and all that you're not thinking about all the people who they say live underwater. Yeah. So basically, they're just underneath the boat most of the time. They're, like, doing, di- like, they're dishwashing, they're doing maintenance, gi- like, whatever it is that they wouldn't be normally seen Like, they weren't even allowed to come out I believe, when
1: people were out. I think one even mentioned that there's some jobs in the cruise line that you don't see the sun for the entire yeah time you're on the boat.
0: How fucking sad is that? And also, for I like mean, like... Month. And But you understand, like, okay, it's part of the job, but it just also feels like they're not treated like regular humans. In the documentary, it literally took, like, a month, two months to get all those workers from Indonesia off of the damn boat. Yeah. They were the last ones on the damn boat.
1: It was a pretty sad situation to see because um even the workers were mentioning how they knew that the people that paid for higher tickets were going to get treated better. But the thing is... During a pandemic, like, we're all people.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, like, I Cause get it. Because it sucked
1: already because you already had passengers that had no windows. Right. You know, and you had some that had balconies. At least they got to go and get some fresh air.
0: But they were... um but it's just like then
1: down to the crewmates who had just nothing but they were um,
0: even talking about like how the performers the
1: performers had no job to do they had to start working with the crewmates
0: um but everybody had to be like still oh, good here good morning yeah it's not to be happy
1: about everything
0: and meanwhile they're 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 scared they there was rumors going around that they were gonna sink the boat and all like the crew guys, the all the crew people that were there were just like
1: which could is scary you to think. imagine yeah because n- now that's the thing like you're looking at this documentaries through the lens of um when the beginning of the right of the uh, whole pandemic came about, and so nobody knew any information and being stuck on the boat like you're you're being fed only specific information now, yeah, especially if you work for them, yeah, so like the folks who were just on vacation they were getting whatever reception they could any kind of news they could. But the people who worked there, like, they weren't getting any information. They probably didn't even know why they had to start wearing masks.
0: It is scary. Can you imagine dying
1: of something that nobody's telling you what you're dying of? Yo,
0: watching that shit, I felt, I was like, I I don't know, I got, like, PTSD. I was just like, I don't understand. (laughs) Which
1: actually brings, uh, to me, why we wanted to even talk about this documentary. You know, I saw it, and, you know, like I said, there was a portion where I got this little anxiety attack. I started thinking about it as far as I see how people are acting now, and whether you believe the hype or not, there's still a problem. And we're coming up to a portion where we can start controlling the problem, only if we keep the ship going the right way. Right. You know, pardon the pun, but we got to keep the ship going the right way. And I just think if a lot of y'all out there that have HBO can go ahead and watch this documentary... Maybe it'll refocus what we have to do right. to keep it going, you know? Like, the folks that were on that ship, they suffered a lot more than the y'all out there that were stuck in your apartment for quarantine.
0: They were, like, the first essential, yeah. first front line. Like, burgers, you have your people. apartment you're stuck in?
1: Okay, these people were stuck in a 10-foot box yeah. for three to four months.
0: So hopefully there was. So, like think about what you what you have you know but also like fuck why aren't the cruise companies paying everybody so and oh my
1: god no company out there there was like basically no company out there giving extra pay for the people who were doing the extra work yeah
0: because you couldn't your staff right because people were getting sick yeah yeah it was like crazy but and in the documentary at the very end when they do all the notes and stuff like that yeah. Manny thought one of the couples got divorced <laughs> and I was like yeah they kind of hate each other you have to watch it Yeah, you guys will totally <laughs> pick out the couple too yeah
1: you'll be like oh my god these two hate each other
0: um, but one of the things they say is that they, when they studied what was happening on the book because nobody could figure out how people were getting sick because everybody was quarantined they, that's when they found out that this is an airborne situation that, so yeah. it was going it was actually circulating through the, the vents and everything
1: in the book in the whole
0: ship so like it's terrible it happened but thank god that we found that out yeah. or else we'd be in this like weird circle of that they were on I mean like, that's on the one of the
1: things that contributed to this being a three month ordeal that yeah. they had to continuously quarantine because people kept getting sick and and they weren't testing fast enough
0: because they, they, they just they did they just figured
1: it out but it, it was it was good to watch as far as a um a ratio of how the rest of the world,
0: and it was a quick. It. it was like a good while. It was only an hour. Was it wasn't that
1: long. Yeah. yeah. Watch it while getting ready for work.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, HBO is like coming a, for Netflix as far as documentary They got
1: some concerned. some things on there right now. There's another one we're getting into uh, about <laughs>
0: about the Q and non stuff. Oh my god, that's like a whole other subject for a whole another. Yeah,
1: um but you know, there's some docs that are coming out. You know, because it's spring, summer's coming up, so. They don't want you to just go outside all the time. They need you to also be inside, watch some of these documentaries, you know? Anyway, <laughs>
0: we we really hope that you guys watch it. If you don't, let us. We like watching documentaries. Yeah. Let us know what, what kind of documentaries you guys are watching. Definitely, let
1: us know what's the next Tiger King.
0: Also, <laughs> also, just to let you guys know, please be on the lookout on our social medias. We're gonna be doing a four twenty giveaway. Yes, trust me, you're not gonna want to miss it. You do not. You want can to follow say. us on Bubble. Bop. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, IG. and Facebook. Facebook. And TikTok, did I say that? Yeah. Oh, there's just so many. Anyway, you can find us at Bubble Bath Story. They're
1: all Bubble Bath Stories. <laughs> we got we got it before somebody else could. But you can find me at Got No Time for This, and you
0: can find me on Instagram at Nikki Trends. It's so lovely talking to you guys, and Always we will see. Is. We would talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.